This podcast is a production of WCWP, LIU Post Public Radio. Check out our lineup of original programs, listen live, or support by visiting WCWP.org. to the Phenomenal Forum on WCWPSports.org and iTunes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Phenomenal Forum. I am your host, Matt Weinstein. As always, I'm joined to my right, it's Andrew Servideo. To my left, that chair is empty, the Texas Rattlesnake Alex Demiris. Prior obligations, but he will be back next week for our final show before WrestleMania. You're not going to want to miss that one. But first, we got to start today. What do you have? Uh, nine days till WrestleMania. Nine I had to do some quick dip. I had to days. do some quick math. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm beyond excited. This is my favorite time of the year. Opening day for baseball was yesterday. WrestleMania right around the corner. It's the best two week span in the entire year. We've peaked for this year. Yeah. This is, this Every, is everything else after April 8th. Is that WrestleMania? April yeah. 7th? April, April 8th? 8th. It just goes downhill <laughs> until about SummerSlam. But that's it. Yeah. So we got to start things off. One week after being announced, he's officially cleared to return to the ring. Daniel Bryan comes out on SmackDown and tells us what his plans are for Mania. Well, I don't care how many times you kick me in the face. I don't care how many times you powerbomb me on the apron. Daniel Bryan is back, and Daniel Bryan will fight at WrestleMania! So, Daniel Bryan, obviously... Kicking him in the face, powerbombing him on the apron, alluding to Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. And later in the night, it was made official. The tag team match representing SmackDown Live at WrestleMania, Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And I know we're all excited about Daniel Bryan returning, but, you know, this isn't the ideal match we kind of want to see him returning to. Um, I'm still excited for the match regardless. I think... uh, you know, Shane McMahon has proven us wrong the past two WrestleManias with in terms of match quality. Exactly. He, uh, you know, they had that match with The Undertaker at Hell in a Cell, and then he had that incredible opening match with AJ Styles last year, correct? Right. And that was that was the best match of the year. Uh, best match of the year. Best, best match, match of the WrestleMania. Definitely. Um, I think Daniel Bryan returning is going to... I think, in, in my honest opinion, it should open the show because the the reaction that he's going to get when he comes out in that ring gear and the car- the crowd's chanting yes, I think that's going to be absolutely ridiculous. I think there's a good chance it opens the show, and I know we said this last week, there's a lot of matches that c- booked what right could close the show. I think if they went all out, this could be the last match on the card, without a doubt. Oh, I don't, it could, I don't yeah. think it will be, yeah. but Daniel Bryan coming back, you say, you know, not ideal, you'd like to see him in a singles match. This is the absolute perfect situation for Daniel Bryan's first match. He's not going to have to take too much offense from Owens and Zayn. Shane McMahon is going to bump like crazy. Daniel Bryan will get a hot tag. He'll go through the motions. He'll, you know, he'll do all of his comebacks. The crowd's going to go nuts for this guy. And I think the biggest, <laughs> the biggest thing to talk about is the stipulation. Because Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn currently, quote-unquote, fired. And if they win, they'll get rehired. If they lose the match, they remain fired. Any other situation, you have to think, well, Owens and Zayn are going to win this match. They're not losing their jobs. But it's Daniel Bryan's return at WrestleMania. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I can't imagine that they would have Daniel Bryan lose his first match back. 
But on the other side of things, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn aren't going to remain fired, right? Yeah, I'd assume so. Unless they want to, you know, have them hired to Raw. They could jump ship to Raw. They jump ship to like Raw. That. that would be the only other case. Um, I thought it was cool that they brought up this stipulation because, you know, Kev- uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, they've been the top guys on SmackDown for months now. And <clears throat> the fact that they were fired last week, uh, just it's just a blow to the division. But then again, like, you understand why they did it. Definitely. Um, <clears throat> I think, I don't know who wins this match, to be honest. I think Daniel Bryan returning is a really, really big spectacle, and it should be treated as such. And that gives it more than enough reason to say, oh, well, Daniel Bryan's going to win his first match back. Exactly. Leave the crowd happy, yeah. and then he can go and do his thing after Mania. But on the other side of the things, you don't know where they're going to go with Sammy and KO. I could see a storyline where they stay fired the next month or two. They try to, you know, get back into SmackDown there. You know, hijacking shows, or maybe they do go to Raw, like you said, Triple H hires them or something. But it's definitely interesting to see where they're going to go from here. For sure, yeah. Um, another thing is that uh, Shane McMahon is currently injured. Do you want to go into detail about yeah, what he has? So, two weeks ago, the week before Daniel Bryan announced his return to the ring, when Owens and Zayn beat up Shane McMahon, they left him lying. Turns out, unrelated. Well, they wrote him off TV, and then unrelated, he's currently suffering from diverticulitis. So, and they brought that up on the air. They said unrelated to that beatdown, he's diverticulitis, but related to the beatdown, to try to bring it all together, said he's suffering from a sports hernia, which is why he wasn't there as well. Right. So, it's kind of blurring the lines of, you know, what's real, what's not, but you got to think hopefully Shane will be ready in time for Mania, right? Yeah, I think he will be. I think he, uh, He's uh, he said he's outright said that like he's gonna be at Mania no matter what. Just as the other superstars have been injured uh, these past few weeks, which is crazy. Um, so all oh, on SmackDown too. Oh, yeah, Sha- SmackDown's uh, AJ Styles, Charlotte, both yeah, champions. Exactly. Um, I think this this back problem that he has. What's it called? Diverticulitis. Diverticulitis is the same one that Brock Lesnar has, right? Yes. So, which is crazy enough to believe that Brock Lesnar does suplex after suplex after suplex and his back is fine. Um, you know, I, before you keep going, I heard, it was, I think it was, it was on, somewhere on the internet, it might have been Reddit somewhere, somebody joked, they said, I bet this is just, like, this isn't real. This is just a rib at Brock because they know <laughs> he's going, he's leaving after Mania. So maybe they'll just say, oh, you know, Shane's got this too. You know, we don't care about Brock. Shane's got it. Shane's more important. And, you know, he doesn't really have anything. They just want to say, oh, Brock, by the way, remember this is the thing you have? We'll see you later. Oh, None- nonetheless. Jeez. You know, that's, that's digging deep. But. <laughs> nonetheless, Shane McMahon obviously does have the you know illness. I don't know. It's not really an injury, right? But either way. Yeah, it's not an injury. It's more of an illness, yeah. Yeah, but either way. Hopefully- could, could he recover from this? Like, is this a recoverable? That's, that's what I've heard. Yeah. That he'll be back in time. Because I don't know what they would do if he wasn't, right? Well, the thing is now, in this match, you're going to have two guys that need to be somewhat protected, you know, going into this match, and on the same team at that. Right. But I think that if Shane is back, he'll be back 100%. He's, oh, yeah, he's, he's not going to care. Exactly. He's going to jump off the Titantron or something. Because guess what? Something that, crazy. He can then take eight months off the ring. Oh, absolutely. And nobody will care. Exactly. Yeah. Because he's not going to have to wrestle again right. until probably SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Yeah. Right. Did he have a match at this summer? Oh, no, he was the guest ref for mm-hmm. AJ. And Alex. then he fought at uh, Survivor Series. And Hell in a Cell. And Hell in a Cell, yeah. yeah. So that's where this whole thing started. So anyway, 
<laughs> he took that. You know what? These, these crazy bumps that he's been taking, maybe that's where he got this. Yeah, disease you wonder from. why if he's, you know the past two Hell in a Cell matches he's had, and then in the span of two years he's yeah. had two Hell in a Cell matches. He jumps off the cell into the announce table both times. That's got to do take a yeah. toll on your body. <laughs> yeah, he's whenever he's in a match, he's taking some sort of ridiculous bump. Eventually, you know exactly it'll add up. So anyway, did, long story short, Daniel Bryan's back. We got this match. I'm looking forward to it. This match could definitely steal the show. Yeah, I think it will be. Uh, this match has potential to be one of the best at Mania. I think this Mania card is so stacked now, and the fact that they just added this match like recently, and like we had no idea that it was even going to happen, it just proves the show. Like WWE is like willing to pull all the stops for this year. This is one of the best Mania cards I've ever seen, if not yeah. the best. And <laughs> someone made a joke on Reddit, and it was like, you know, WrestleMania is good once every 17 years because WrestleMania 17 was like one right. of the best. And this will probably be, I, I think, in my opinion, one of the best if they don't let us down with these matches and they give them time or whatever. But uh, If that's the case, WrestleMania 51 is going to be incredible. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get uh, Daniel Ryan's daughter, Birdie, versus uh, Miz's new daughter, who, that, who he just... That's right. Congratulations to the Miz and Maurice, yeah. to the birth of their baby girl, Monroe Sky Mizanin, about, I think it was two days ago, something like that. Yeah. Two, was, three uh, days ago. Yep, yep. Anyway, congratulations to them. So anyway... We'll go from this SmackDown tag team match that's, you know, kind of taking the life out of the opposing tag team match on Monday Night Raw. That's Triple H and Stephanie McMahon versus Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey. Now, Ronda was on ESPN earlier this week, and she, she was on, yeah, she was on ESPN. She was interviewed a couple different interviews. This one didn't go so well. A little too awkward for me. Let's go back and, and start with when you knew from the, the MMA, when you were done there, when you, when you knew in your mind, I'm not going to fight anymore. I never said that. Ah, so there is a possibility that you could go back in time? There's a possibility that I could go back in time? That's go, your question to me? Go back in time and, and, and fight. Go back in the octagon. I do not have the ability to go back in time, no. No. Would you fight again? I don't know. What the hell was that? Listen, <laughs> these ESPN guys, they've had two interviews with Ronda, right? In the past. Yeah, that was the that was the Golik and Wingo show. This was on ESPN. Some of the worst content I've ever seen on ESPN, period. This is like what were they thinking? Did you understand the question? Oh, I understood why I understood why they asked the question too. It's because like ESPN doesn't care that Ronda's in WWE, which is mind blowing. Why would you not care about that? That's such an important, important news and, and and hot topic nowadays. How do you come up with these questions asking about MMA when her MRA career is like either she's one done or two on hold? Like this has nothing to do with MMA. What Ronda's doing, she's gonna be fighting at WrestleMania. I think that's way more important than her. Oh, uh, what do you think? Uh, should you go back to MMA eventually? Like, it's look, it's a decent question. No, it's I don't not. Have, it's awful. I don't. I don't have an issue with the question. The issue I do have is that they spent mo- most of the interview in the rear view talking about her MMA career instead of building up. Yeah, to, exactly. If they did a little bit of both, this question right perfectly fine. It should have been a little bit of both, but it shouldn't have been like constantly nagging her to get her, get an answer out. And of And you could tell. She was obviously... Oh, she was pissed. She was, she was so yeah, mad. She was insulted. She was pissed. So that's what you get. You, she misinterpreted the question. 
She says, no, I don't I don't have the ability to go back in time. When I saw that, I laughed for a solid five minutes. Yeah, dude. I was like, like, this, this is, is ridiculous. This is hilarious. This woman. I can't believe they even asked her that question. And now, yeah, so bad interview aside, we got to look at Ronda Rousey these past couple weeks on Monday Night Raw. My biggest gripe about this is that every week she comes out and says, well, I just want to be treated like everyone else here. If that was the case, you wouldn't be signing your contract at a pay-per-view. You wouldn't be given, you know, a, a glorified main event at WrestleMania. You wouldn't be doing these ESPN interviews. You would be working your way up in the WWE. She got there. She's at the top of the card right away. Yeah, well, here's the thing. She's a big star. Which, before you get there, I'm not saying that's not what she deserves, but don't parade out there every week and say, oh, I just want to be treated like everyone else because you're a liar. Yeah, but see, the thing is, I think that could be used as an angle further down the line when somebody wants to challenge her or something, like a, one of the Raw or SmackDown women superstars, like, want to come up and say, like, listen, like, you've been treated like gold here. Like, you haven't even done anything, but, like, yet again, you've been given more opportunities than most of us here. That's fair. So I think that could come into to a further down-the-road storyline, uh, essentially turning Ronda heel, I guess. Um, well, that's that's got to be... The eventual go- eventual goal. Oh, right? for sure. She's no way babyface. The way she Absolutely cuts these promos not. is like it's like it's too uh, scripted for her. I think more of like a like a badass Ronda Rousey would make more sense. They also got to get the microphone out of her hand. Oh yeah, no. She needs a, she needs a manager or something, or at least give her time without a microphone. Just let her come out there, beat the crap out of whoever's there. And in my personal opinion, it doesn't help that every time she has a microphone in her hand, she's referencing. Roddy Piper, who is arguably the greatest talker in the history of professional wrestling, that's just reminding us, well, yeah, you're rowdy, whatever, but you're not Roddy Piper. This guy, you know, he made you believe that he was going to beat the crap out of Hulk Hogan. Like, Ronda Rousey on the microphone is awful. Yeah. And it doesn't I think, help. I that think that'll change eventually because this, this storyline is just... Yeah, I just want to get this over with so we can see what Ronda can actually do. I think uh, this is like her, almost like her training you know, trying to come in and, and do something that she's not comfortable with. But you can't do that for WrestleMania. They're shotgunning the story for a WrestleMania match when... I'm not saying it doesn't deserve that, but we haven't seen anything proving that it does. Yeah. Other than, oh, I guess it'd be pretty cool to see Triple H versus Kurt Angle. I don't know. Um... I think, oh, so this is crazy. Stephanie McMahon has never wrestled at WrestleMania. I found that out. Well, that's because she's not a wrestler. It makes right. sense. Yeah, yeah. She's never <laughs> wrestled at WrestleMania, but she's wrestled on Raw, SmackDown, a couple different pay-per-views or whatever. Um, um, yeah, so I don't know. Maybe we see uh, Stephanie McMahon actually looking like she's good in the ring. Maybe. I don't think I so. I doubt it. I doubt it, too. Like, and that, And that's another one of my problems with this is that it's fair. Oh, people want to see Ronda in the ring. Makes sense. She's not going to put a good match on with Stephanie McMahon. That's not going to happen. So, after WrestleMania, I you know I have to assume that, hopefully I'm proved wrong, but hope, I have to assume that her in-ring stuff with her and Stephanie McMahon is going to fall flat. And then where do you go from here? I don't know. Put her in the ring with someone more experienced. Definitely. It's it's definitely tough. It's a very tough situation to come, you know, from the MMA to the WWE like she is with... So quickly. N- yeah, no real training in between, just shotgunning her into this WrestleMania match. 
And I think it's the funniest thing is is that you have a very similar match on the other side at, on SmackDown with the authority figures, and that match is completely overshadowing this one, which may be good for Ronda Rousey. Yeah, it could. Yeah. It gets the attention off her. Uh, absolutely. And uh, this match is definitely a culmination of what's you know been going on with the Mixed Match Challenge. I think they've, they've built up this Mixed Match Challenge for so long in order for this match to have more of an appeal. I think they've wanted to focus on this Mixed Match Challenge in order to like remind people like hey this tag team match like is possible now like we could do this and even have it on a bigger scale I'm still not buying it I've given it since you know <laughs> since the Royal Rumble every week I go in with an open mind believe it or not and it's just they're just adding fuel to my fire as to why this match doesn't really need to happen it's they're not getting it anything really out of this match so with that being said we're going to get into the week that was after a quick break. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum here on WCWPSports.org. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum on WCWP Sports. Welcome back to the Phenomenal Forum. Matt Weinstein, an interesting video here for you this week on WCWPSports.org, as well as iTunes. Alex Demiris not here this week. He will be back next week for our final show on the road to WrestleMania. Nine days away from WrestleMania. Can't wait. Super excited. This is going to be a WrestleMania for the ages. This is going to be one of the best WrestleManias we've seen in a while, I think. Yeah, I definitely agree. So now we'll bring it into the... Start the first thing that happened on Raw. It was Bro- uh, Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, the face-off between those two guys. Yeah, and uh, again, same thing as uh, last week. We got uh, Brock Lesnar, well, actually, kind of a little different. Brock Lesnar come out first with Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman kind of in a promo saying uh, Roman Reigns is not here tonight, even though he was. He showed up through the crowd. Um, Roman tries to come in and beat up Lesnar, but, you know, Lesnar got the better hand of it. Uh, I think this was a cooler segment than last week a little bit. Uh, it showed more of, like, a back-and-forth, back-and-forth, and then Lesnar coming out on top again. Um, I think next week we get maybe, like, a contract signing or something. Yeah, some, maybe just, like, a face-to-face Competition I, or I, I don't even know. Maybe just them. Roman and Paul Heyman going back and forth. Maybe Brock gets on the mic. Who knows? But, yeah, definitely necessary to have, you know, the past two weeks, Brock comes out on top. You got to think, oh, it's going to lead to make him look good until WrestleMania. So Roman looks that much better when he <laughs> takes the title off him. Yeah. And I think um, I think all these matches that we have on the card, with, like, all the possibilities that, like, could happen and, like, all this stuff, like, they're going to put that first. And I think Lesnar and Roman ends up going last because, like, hey, we're giving you all these matches. We're giving you all these, like, different crazy matches. And, like, you're super hyped about them. But, like, remember, Roman's coming out on top of the end. And we're not going to, we're not going to, like, ruin WrestleMania because you've watched such a good WrestleMania this whole time. I have to disagree. Because I definitely see where you're coming from. We've seen them do it in the past. I wouldn't be surprised. But I think that there are so many other matches that not only deserve the spot to go on last, but could benefit so much more than this match. 
as much yeah as much as Roman Reigns they want to put Roman Reigns in the spotlight for the you know the it'll be the fourth year in a row at WrestleMania. I don't think they they're gonna do it because just like I don't remember the exact WrestleMania where Lesnar and Goldberg wrestled last year. No, not last year. The first time. Oh, oh, oh. WrestleMania twenty. Twenty, right? Um, where the crap they knew, you know, both both of these guys were leaving. I feel like the and you know the crowd just turned on the match. They know that there's a good possibility the same thing happens. Brock's gonna be on his way out the door. Roman is more over than he's been. I'll admit that. I'm I've been yeah, getting on board for sure. Yeah, yeah. But I still don't think that the entire crowd is gonna be on board with Roman Reigns winning in the main event, especially with Brock Lesnar after this past you know lackluster run. Oh yeah, definitely not. Year. Definitely not. And I I think they're trying to negate that by putting on all these great matches beforehand but like that won't work i really think it won't <laughs> but i think it they don't want wrestlemania to end with a sea of booze yeah and yeah. you might get that with this match if instead you have you know like i've been outspoken cena taker. i think it should be yeah. cena undertaker but you have a couple of different matches that it could be i don't think it'll be aj nakamura but that could slide in matches the daniel bryan if that's the main event the daniel bryan match it. The Daniel Bryan match could slide in. Even Charlotte Asuka, I think, deserves it over Roman and Brock. But, again, I think they're, they want to send the fans home happy. And with the, again, Cena Undertaker not official yet, but you got to assume it's going to happen. All that is is them ad- admitting, yeah, last year we messed up. With this Roman Undertaker thing, I don't know if they're gonna want to have Undertaker uh, have Roman Reigns go on last again, the year right after. Yeah, you know what I mean. Very true. I think they're gonna want to give it a minute to breathe, which is why I think you know Roman Lesnar. I think it might be in the spot that Goldberg Lesnar was in last year, like third to last. You know what I which, mean? Yeah, they I'd, had. I'd, I'd be more happy if that was. They the had case. Goldberg Lesnar, the SmackDown Women's Title, Roman Undertaker. I think. A perfect way to finish it would be very similar Roman Lesnar, you know, Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax or something like or that. SmackDown Women's Championship, oh. Charlotte versus and Oscar. then Cena Undertaker. I think Charlotte Oscar might be earlier in the show while, you know, where so it gets a good spot. So, like, between Roman Lesnar and Cena Undertaker, no disrespect to Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax, they deserve the that's spot. That's quick, but that's more exactly it's a quicker match and it's it's a match where. You could forget f- about, like, Roman winning right. the title. Right, and yeah. the fans, also, they have room to breathe. Yeah. Like, they're going to watch that match, but it's not. They're, the, they're going to be on the edge of their seat as the way they were with a, a Roman Lesnar, a Daniel Bryan return, a Cena versus Undertaker. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, with that, we'll move it on to the, the main event of Raw this past week. It was Cena versus Kane. Cena got the win. Again, hopped on the mic, called out the Undertaker as the, as the show went off the air. I really thought we were gonna at least hear a gong to close this show. No, I I really think they're saving it for either next week or for Mania. But uh, this match was pretty good. I uh, I liked the, some of the spots that they did, especially the one with the uh, the ringside barricade where they landed on it and it literally bent in half right. because of their sizes, which is really cool. Cena and Kane have always put on good work. Together. Yeah, yeah. I feel always. like that always has it's underrated. Like that. Yeah. It's an underrated. Well, the thing is with Kane is like if he has somebody that's good, you know. 
not like a younger guy or something. He usually delivers, you know. Definitely. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I think I don't think I don't I don't know if Kane's done for next week. He might be, probably. But I would assume we don't see him for a while. I say he goes in the I was gonna say maybe he'll be in the Andre, yeah. but I don't ex- expect to see him on Raw. Maybe mm-hmm. just get him on the card and let him do his own thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. I think uh I think we get a little tease maybe next week, but I don't think we get full Undertaker. I hope we do. I really hope we do because I want to just see them face off. You know, maybe not even point to the WrestleMania sign, just look at it. Undertaker does the cutthroat. Cena does the you can't see me fade to black. And Cena at the end of the show. Yeah, when he walked to the back. Did the cutthroat thing, which is really cool. And did you see his face? His eyes were like, oh, yeah. He, oh. he was trying to do the Undertaker eyes thing. It was a weird thing, thing for Cena to didn't do. Didn't really work as well as he had planned, most likely. But yeah, I need to see the two of them just face off, and so we know, you know, this is what's going down. I'll see you in six days. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I I hope that's what we get. I really do. And now, if that say that match happens and it doesn't go on last. Where do you put that match on the card? Oh, probably right before the main event. I don't think it fits anywhere else. The match right before. But, again, like, I'm thinking last year, Undertaker's quote-unquote last match. It was on last. He had the perfect send-off, except for the match. And they wanted that to go on last. Why not, if this is really it, send them off? He deserves it. Yeah, I mean... Both of these guys do. Yeah, especially... I mean, it also shows that they did mess up last year, but I don't know if they're willing to accept that. But, uh... I don't know. It This card could go... Honestly, in my opinion, this card doesn't need an order. You know, this is, like, the stat, the most stacked card we've seen in a while. So... Definitely. Any match could be the main event. Most of the matches could be the main event. There's some others than not. But, but. it just... All is all would be right in the world if it was this one. Yeah, for sure. It, it, I, I it agree. deserves it. Yeah. So now we'll move it on back over to SmackDown, WWE title picture. AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura they faced off again this week. Uh, Nakamura, you know, faked the Kinsasha. He faked the Kinsasha? knee. Kinsasha. 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 Oh, what did I say the other way? Kinsasha. I do. I do that every time. I know what it's <laughs> called. The knee. What do you want from me? <laughs> did anyway. you hear? Hold on. Did you hear what Kurt Angle called Becky Lynch? No, I didn't. <laughs> He messed up her name so bad. It was like Betchy Link or something like that. When, what was that on the Mixed Match Challenge? I think so. When he was in... Oh. It was like Betchy Link yeah, or something like that. not what he once was, that's for sure. He can't talk. So, anyway, the Kin Shasa is the, the knee that Shinsuke Nakamura hits. He faked it on AJ, started laughing at him. This is... The, you know, obviously I'm going to be excited for this match anyway, but this is the first time, probably since the week after the Rumble, that we got something. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and I mean, there's been a couple backstage promos and stuff, which right. were pretty good. But. And that's nobody's fault. AJ was hurt. Now you have these two guys. And it's tough because this is probably the first match that was officially booked for Mania as of the night of the Rumble. Since then, like, since then we've seen all of these other matches and these storylines develop. These two guys, it's kind of just been, hey, we'll see you at the Rumble. We'll see you at Mania. You know what I'm saying? Which is cool in a sense, though, because this is a dream match, and it should Definitely. be treated as such. And they're billing it as that, right. which is great. Which is really cool. Um, 
I love that the crowd is so behind Nakamura and even just like the simple little things he does. And I think that's super, super cool. Um, again, this match is going to be this is this match is going to be match of WrestleMania, in my opinion. This is the, what I've been looking forward to for so yeah, long. There's no way that it's not. Yeah, I can't imagine. It, the only other one I could see is the Intercontinental title. Yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about that. Miss um, TV segment. Oh, yeah. You want to go back to that quick? Yeah, so basically, uh, Miz, Miz comes out, does the thing with Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas, saying that Curtis and Bo aren't there for the, aren't there for the Miz, and they sort of have like a little altercation. Bo Dallas is like hinting towards, and then Seth Rollins interrupts, and then Finn Balor interrupts, but Bo Dallas is like hinting towards like Miz being like a wannabe something, something. It was pretty cool, but then all of a sudden, they like flipped the script, and they were like, nah, we're just playing around, like, da 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 and they start attacking Finn Balor and Seth Rollins, but then, like, they go back and forth, back and forth. Finn Balor picks up the IC title at the end and holds right. it up. Really, really cool. I can't wait to see. After Assuming Miz loses, he go, you know, he goes, takes some time off, hangs around with Maurice and the new baby. I can't wait to see Miz versus uh, Seth versus Finn Balor one-on-one feud for the IC title. Yeah, and we're getting that match on Monday. On, that's right. Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins. Yeah. So anyway, now back to SmackDown, the AJ Nakamura face-off. These two guys, like you said, dream match. They're going to put on the best match at Mania. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Very, I really very excited. Um, we also haven't seen anything towards um, Finn Balor becoming the Demon. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Maybe next week, uh, well, on Monday, we get a little bit of a tease saying. Well... When he's the demon, when when he comes out as the demon for a big match, with the exception of the whole Bray Wyatt feud, he didn't tease it. He would just come out during the pay-per-view as the demon. You know what I'm saying? No, well, they did say, like, oh, I have my inner demons and all this stuff. But yeah, like, that was for the Bray Wyatt feud. Right. Other than that, like when he had come out as the demon elsewhere, they he just comes out. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It'll be, so it'll we be don't know. Yeah, it'll be probably a last-minute decision, if anything. We also haven't seen... A graphic, if I'm pretty, if I'm 100% correct, that we haven't seen a full-on graphic of the Miz, Finn Balor, and Seth Rollins standing all together. That's a good point. So maybe they're saving that put for Finn becoming the demon. Yeah. Well, I feel like we'll see on Monday. Yeah. That they would show it. But um, before we go to break, the I want to go to the other mid-card title. Go from the IC title, the US title now. The, the scheduled triple threat match: Bobby Roode, Jinder Mahal, and Randy Orton is now a fatal four-way. Rusev has been added to the mix. And it is going to be Rusev Mania. I'm excited. I'm so excited. I love that Rusev was added to this match because at first he was just going to be in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. And then there were talks on Reddit saying that because of Rusev's merchandise sales right. that he's getting pushed up to the to the U.S. title, which now makes sense saying that the U.S. title will be on the main card. Yeah, because without before Rusev, I mean, it still could be, but without Rusev in this match, the triple threat that we've seen already. Kinda, Easy that that's on the mid card. Yeah, kind of like Luster. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Rusev adding added into this mix. This match could go anywhere. This fatal four way. I'm excited for I'm it. I'm really excited. I think any one of these four men can win this match. So it's going to be really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Now, n- another SmackDown WrestleMania match. That was the triple threat match for the SmackDown tag titles. The Usos, the New Day, and the Bludgeon Brothers on the WWE app. I don't know if you saw this. Oh yeah, they had 
said they had announced that this match would be a TLC match for the tag team titles, then immediately took it off. Yeah, so maybe they're saving it for this. They'll week. save it. They'll announce it this week. This I said this last week, two weeks ago. This match needs to be a ladder, ladder match TLC, or whatever it is, because otherwise, the, like, this is another match that why is this on the main card? Yeah. Other than the fact that the Usos and the New Day are great, they would have gotten shafted. Yeah, this what do you th- needs the TLC. What do you think is on the pre-show? Considering all of these matches seem like they're incredible and like they they're gonna be really really good i think the men's battle royals on the pre-show mm-hmm. maybe the women's as well that's what i'm but thinking probably not because they have to make history it's the first one exactly <laughs> the men's one is like a definite yeah and unfortunately i guess cedric alexander versus mustafa ali for the cruiserweight title will be on the pre-show and i'm thinking possibly alexa bliss nia Jax might be on too yeah that's also yeah I would, I would guess so. Yeah. Which and like it's a shame you instead. How about you just start WrestleMania earlier? And nothing is on the pre-show, but like yeah, you can't really do that. Yeah. How much wrestling is are we gonna watch? Exactly. And I and, and the pre-show starts at five, right? Something like that. I, five uh, to seven. So me and my friends are gonna go to a bar in Patchogue called Arugas, and we're gonna go watch it there. Which they have like so many TVs and stuff. We reserved a table. Um, we reserved it for six o'clock, and my friends were like, six o'clock." I'm like, "Yeah, dude, that's when the pre-show starts. Like, that's when it starts getting, you know, actually stuff happening and stuff like that." Yes, it it'll be interesting. But this year, and the usually like, I I'll turn the turn the uh, I'll turn it on halfway through the pre-show if I missed like the first match, some sort of tag team match, whatever that they threw together. Not that upset. This year, I feel like if I miss any of these pre-show matches, I'm missing something. Yeah, for you know sure. I mean? Yeah, last year there was like kind of like eh, whatever pre-show, it doesn't matter. But like this year is like last did... year they dropped the IC titles of the pre-show. Ambrose yeah, and Baron Corbin. Yep. Which, Very unfortunate. Yeah, I was upset about that. But um, speaking so, of speaking of Ambrose, sure, Braun Strowman's tag team partner is still undecided as of this week. There's no way it I Ambrose. think it's a possibility. It doesn't make any sense. I, and he's also not healthy. Uh, we don't know that. They said there was going to be nine, nine months, but they, WWE always lies about it. Um, there's so many different partners that I could think of. We did hear a rumor. Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio might be, be Braun Strowman's tag partner. And a, and a frog splash off of Braun Strowman's shoulders from Rey Mysterio. That would be really cool. Yeah, I'm not And obviously the 6 one nines between Cesaro and Rey Mysterio kind of makes sense. Oh, that's right. Cesaro's been doing that. That's I didn't even think of that. Yeah, yeah you have Mysterio. Samoa Joe has been rumored. Samoa Joe. He's healthy. Um, Neville, which I thought of. You didn't hear that anywhere? No, I actually thought of that I myself. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I would love that. But yeah. Listen, uh, Red Arrow off Braun Strowman's shoulders? You're just saying things that would be cool. You're not saying Come things on. that are going to happen. I... I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody knows These are my happen. favorite part. This is my favorite part of wrestling. The guessing game. When, you know, a mystery opponent, a mystery partner. That's why I love the Royal Rumble so much. Every 30 seconds I get something new. And Demiris loves the vacancies. 90 seconds, whatever. Demiris loves the vacancies when, when a title's vacant. I don't really like that. No, I like that. I think it's cool. I'm not a big fan. They usually don't handle it well. Yeah. The Cruiserweight title, 205 Live with Drake Maverick, they're handling that perfectly. Yes. We're going to get into that a little later, but first, we're going to step aside for another quick break. When we come back, we'll finish up the week that was, get into a little bit of NXT and 205 Live as well. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum here on WCWPSports.org. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum on WCWP Sports. Whoa, 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 welcome back to the Phenomenal Forum. Matt Weinstein and Andrew Servideo here with you on WCWP Sports. 
Podbean.org as well as iTunes. Alex Demiris, not here today. He will be back next week for the final show before WrestleMania. We'll get into NXT TakeOver predictions, WrestleMania predictions, and everything in between. It's going to be a special two-hour show. It's going to be a good one. You're not going to want to miss it. Super excited to predict uh, WrestleMania. We're going to have the board in the studio. We're going to be tallying up who's got who as far as winners go. I'm looking forward to beating all of you in that. Sure. <laughs> anyway, I have literally no answer for that. Anyway, <laughs> so now, last thing about SmackDown we got to talk about is that Charlotte was, wasn't was cleared to compete this week. She missed SmackDown. She missed the Mixed Match Challenge. She had some oral surgery. So I apparently the, the word is that she's going to be all right. Yeah, she'll be fine. She'll be fine. It's probably just like a wisdom tooth thing or something. And... So Becky Lynch took her place in the Mixed Match Challenge. So now the finals is The Miz and Asuka versus Bobby Roode and Charlotte. I almost hope they leave Charlotte out of it anyway. Yeah. And keep Becky Lynch in there just so we don't get a tease of Charlotte Asuka. I want to see the, the first time think, we yeah, have it. I think it should be like that. Mm-hmm. That's um, what I'm hoping for. I think uh, Miz and Asuka come out on top on that. I think they've been like the most dominant team so far in, in the Miz and Max Challenge. Um I've been, keep, co- I've been keeping up with like most of it, but like from the looks of it, this is probably like the best match that's been happening in this tournament so far. Probably. Well, they had Miz Oscar versus Braun Strowman and Alexa Bliss. They had that. They also had Miz Oscar versus Finn and Sasha. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That one too. That was cool. And um, they've they've been very, you know, they've gone out of their way to say that you know if the Miz and Oscar lose, no matter who gets pinned, no matter how they lose, Oscar's streak is over. So, like, they're not... Oscar streak isn't ending because the Miz gets pinned. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, once they said that on, like, week three, I was like, I guess Miz and Oscar win in the Mixed Match Challenge. <laughs> nice. So, anyway, now, we'll get into, you know, we said NXT, but first I want to get into a little 205 Live. You know, as we've mentioned, Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali are wrestling for the vacant Cruiserweight Championship at WrestleMania. Drake Maverick, Drake Maverick had a sit-down interview with the two of them. Did you see that? I did not. It was It was very good. The two of them just going back and forth, and they're billing it as the heart versus the soul oh, of 205 right. Live, That's which I cool. really like. That's really, these, really cool. These two guys deserve all the best. I hope they get some time. I like how they teamed them together in the, in the match on uh, Raw, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Really and cool. Matt Drake Maverick was on commentary. He's great. Oh, I love him. He's, He's awesome. so good. Really, really cool. So now, the two matches I want to talk about this week on 205 Live, the first was Mark Andrews defeating Tony Nese. Mark Andrews getting a lot of love on it, 205 Live. And he's the he's the type of guy I could see potentially contending for the title with whoever wins this match. And he announced he lost to Drew Gulak in the quarterfinals of the tournament. He went up to Drake Maverick, who was on commentary after the match, and said, "I want Drew Gulak next week." So that match has been made official. This upcoming week, Mark Andrews versus Drew Gulak. But the main event, which absolutely blew me away, it was a fatal four-way between Buddy Murphy, TJP, Kalisto, and Tazawa. And I know that um. Dave Meltzer had rated, like, two matches. One from NXT being, uh, I think it was Adam Cole and, uh, what's his face, Cassius Ono, right? Yeah. And then he rated this one a four-star match, which is cool. Nice 205 getting some love. This match was so good. It told a great story. He said, Buddy Murphy, he got the win, is here to stay. He can compete with anybody. Yeah. But the biggest takeaway for me is that TJP could be the top heel on the roster. Oh, yeah. He is He's looks like really a million really bucks. Good. Yeah. And there's a reason he won the Cruiserweight Classic. And I feel like I was having this conversation with my brother the other day. I feel like 
his his first run as the champion, he's a baby face. It fell flat because he couldn't get over. He beat everybody's favorites in the Cruiserweight Classic. Yeah. He beat Johnny Gargano. He beat Rich Swan. He beat Kota Ibushi. Nobody wanted to see TJ then TJ Perkins win that Cruiserweight Classic. I think I was the only one. And then he lost to Brian Kendrick quick, and that was kind of the end of it. He, they, you know, he's been repackaged. He's his cocky heel. It works. He's great at it. Mm-hmm. For sure. And, you know, you know, Kalisto and Tazawa, they put in some good work also in this match. But, again, Buddy Murphy looked great. That, his, his, his finisher is I was about incredible. To say, I was about to say, his finisher is really, really cool. The yeah. way he caught um, TJP. TJP. He caught TJP jumping off the, the top rope uh, trying to do – what was he trying to do? It looked like a flying nothing. Flying nothing. Yeah. But he caught him in, like, such a way that, like, his finisher was, like, ready to go right after yeah. that. Really, really cool. So now – I love what they've been doing with 205 Live since the end, the firing of Enzo Amore. I hope they keep it coming. Cause I think they will. Uh, it's it'll be interesting to see what they do after this tournament. Yeah. That's I think sure. uh, the, Cruiserweight, uh, the Cruiserweight title gets a little more love coming af- after WrestleMania. I definitely think so. So now we'll move it on to NXT. There was a very special debut this past Wednesday. Official, the official TV debut of one of my favorites, 1EC3. Let's take a listen. You are a very smart man because you know there is only one man capable to be the representation of the greatest region in the entire world, North America. And that man is the best guy here, the best guy there, the best guy anywhere, a literal human money printing machine. That man is E. C three. This guy is one of the best promos in wrestling today. Yeah, uh, when I saw this promo, I texted Matt immediately. I was like, "Dude, that promo by EC three was really, really good." He he reminds me of the way The Rock was when he was a heel, cutting promos. This he is just so good the new music the top one percent the music is awesome he's i loved it everything about him screams champion oh for sure and i think he's my pick to win the north american championship that six-man ladder match the day before mania anybody can win that match in my opinion it's ec3 adam cole killian dane lars sullivan velveteen dream velveteen dream and ricochet, ricochet. i'm very excited two of those six guys that'll be their first nxt match Ricochet and EC3. I'm looking forward to it. That match could definitely steal the weekend. Oh, for sure. And uh, at the end of NXT this week, they showed uh, Ricochet coming out of William Riga's office because Kathy Kelly had gone into William Riga's office asking who was going to be the final participant in that ladder match. And it ended up being Ricochet. He walks out of the office, he smiles, and then it fades to black. There's no way he wins this match, right? I I really think he might. I, think, I really think he might, dude. I think he's going to still steal the show. He'll put on an incredible performance, but I don't think he's going to win a title on his first night. Yeah, I want Velveteen Dream to win this. That's that's my opinion. Like I, th- I had told you, I think it'll be either, like I said, EC3 or Velveteen Dream. Those are the two guys Yeah. for me. So now, you mentioned, we mentioned that match that has the, a possibility to steal the weekend. There's two others that we got to talk about. The first one we're not going to get into much this week. We'll get into it more next week is the NXT title match. Andrade Almas versus Aleister Black. 
That's very, a, that's a big one. Very excited for that match. But the other one that is a. F- Finally been made official. Well, before we talk talk about this one, we'll end the show with this one. There's also the Dusty Classic Finals are now in place. It's the Altars of Pain versus Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne. Most likely will be for the NXT tag titles. Right, because Undisputed Era, uh, Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish. Got injured. Yeah. So. so that's a match I'm looking forward to see. But the final one, you know, probably the most the match I'm most excited for, WrestleMania weekend, 10 months in the making. Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa in an unsanctioned match. And, and you got to think, is this going to be no DQ? Well, no yeah. That's, isn't that what they do with unsanctioned match? Like, I know it's unsanctioned because he's not at NXT, Johnny Gargano, but unsa- like back, it was it, Jericho and Shawn Michaels had that un- unsanctioned right. match during the 2008 feud. Yeah, they do whatever they want. This mm-hmm. is going to be something else. This is going to be crazy. This is going to be brutality all over. And the stipulation is... If Gargano wins, he's back in NXT. I, as much as you think Gargano is going to win this match, he finally comes out on top, finally beats Ciampa. I don't see that happening. To be I think he goes honest. up to the main roster. Whether it's main roster two or five live, I don't care where it is. Raw SmackDown, he deserves it, and I think that whatever he goes, Ciampa is going to be right behind him. And oh yeah, he's going to follow him. Maybe he'll get an NXT title shot before he does, and then goes up. But yeah, definitely. and it's a shame that. If that's the case, Gargano wouldn't have won the NXT title before going up. But here's the other possibility I was thinking. Go of. for it. Uh, Gargano wins this match, and they end up like shaking hands, like end up becoming friends again, like after all that. No, becoming a tag way. team again, maybe. Absolutely not. It might happen. Have you watched NXT in the past ten months? I I have. You, but again, are crazy, wacky world of wrestling. I don't. We see can it see happening. anything happening. I don't see that happening. It's a possibility. <laughs> I, got, I, got no, I got nothing for it. Very you. distraught over what I just said. Have you this this storyline has ripped taken my heart out of my chest, <laughs> ripped it into a million pieces and stomped on it, put it back in my chest, repeat. Yeah. Th- there's no way that these two guys are getting back together. Anything could happen. Except for that. It might. I it might. I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> when I'm I have no words for you right now. I'm, we we gotta move past that. Okay. So, that match is going to steal NXT. Take over. Steal the weekend. Everything yeah. about it. There's so, so many good matches. Yeah, we have, like we mentioned, Aleister Black versus Andrade Cien Almas for the title. AOP versus Dunn Strong. Gargano Ciampa, the six-man ladder match. Was it the women's title? Ember it's Moon versus, Ember Moon versus Shana Shana Again, is there no, there's got to be some sort of newcomer to NXT who's having a one-on-one match, right? Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. I don't think they announced it. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. I well, look forward to... Well, you got to, EC3 and Ricochet. In the right. Um, there's a girl... There's a woman in NXT who hasn't wrestled in NXT yet. She got injured during the... Before the Mae Young Classic. Um, Nixon Newell, who's from the UK, who I have followed for over a few years now. She wrestled against Candice LeRae, uh... What's her name? Bay Presley in WCPW, which is no longer WCPW. is now Defiant Wrestling. Uh, she was the WCPW Women's Champion first ever. She has signed to NXT after the Mae Young Classic, but she was injured during... Right, she was rehabbing, right? Right. She's been rehabbing, but she's 
she should be good to go, I think. I think she's ready to um, debut on NXT, so hopefully we do get a debut from her. She is definitely one of the best women's wrestlers on the planet currently, and I'm really excited to seeing her debut. Yeah, I've, you've been talking about her for months, I mean, just in regular conversation. I don't know much about her. I've never seen her wrestle. I hope you're right. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Her finisher is called the Shining Wizard. Look it up. Really, really cool. Really cool move. You mean like it's just a running knee? Yes, but like she, it's the called sh- the Shining Wizard. Yeah, so that's a move. Yeah, that's but it, that's her finisher. Really cool finisher. No, people have done the Shining Wizard oh, yeah, for and sure. called it that. But this is her finisher. I know, but you were like, guys, it's called the Shining Wizard. How I know. cool is that? I know. Millions of people have done a Shining I know, Wizard. I know, I know, I just wanted to make it special. It wasn't that special. <laughs> anyway, kind of fell flat. I'm a little disappointed. Oh, I'm anyway, sorry. before we sign off, what are you looking forward to the most for this next week? Raw, SmackDown, whatever, whatever, TakeOver, WrestleMania, day after WrestleMania, yeah. even. So I want to see some kind of interaction between Undertaker and Cena, first off. Uh, maybe a little... Before, you're talking before Mania? Before Mania. Okay. Uh, before Mania, definitely that. Uh, maybe a little more of Nakamura AJ doing something. Um, Demon Finn Balor, possibly, on Monday. And then going into Mania... All of the matches, really. Honestly, the whole card looks so, so good. And TakeOver, too. I think TakeOver is going to be... My, again, we, we expect TakeOver to be kind of lackluster on the card, but this could TakeOver be, takes over. That's this, what they do. This could be the best TakeOver we've seen. Yeah. Without a doubt. 100%. So, I think one of the most... One of the things I'm looking forward to most is... Who's Braun Strowman's partner going to be? Right. That's I hope thing. it's not just like, oh, look, it's Elias. I would like that, but like... It might happen. You could have just announced that on Raw. That's not a WrestleMania surprise. Yeah. You know what I mean? I need I need something big. I need something larger than life. WrestleMania, it's the grandest stage of them all. It's the ultimate thrill ride. And we need that. Give me the green light. Are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. All right. With that being said, super nice segue from me. Andrew didn't help that much. That's <laughs> going to do it for the Phenomenal Forum. Matt Weinstein, Andrew video here with you today. Alex Demiris will be back next week, the final week before WrestleMania 34. We'll see you guys next week. Like what you hear? Here's how you can let us know. Give us a call at 516-299-2626 or email us at info at wcwp.org. Like us at facebook.com slash mywcwp and leave a comment or tweet us at mywcwp. We welcome all kinds of feedback. To directly support the podcast you just enjoyed, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to give back, visit WCWP.org and click the support tab. Thanks for listening from your friends at WCWP.